Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we were trying to get Young Black Equestrians, the podcast, off the ground, we had so many questions like, how do you record an episode? And how do you get the podcast distributed out to everyone so that they can listen? How do you even make money from podcasting? We found out that you could do that. Uh, that was something that I did not know could happen. Well, the answer to all of those questions I found on Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I love using Anchor. It's super easy to upload your podcast. It's very user-friendly, has a user-friendly interface, and you can even make money by doing sponsorships. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. And join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You are now listening to Young Black Equestrians, the podcast with your hosts, Aubriana Johnson and Caitlin Gooch. Next episode of Young Black Questions, the podcast, we wanted to just talk about Saddle Up and Read since we have had a lot of action lately um, and a lot of requests and a lot of feedback about the program. So, Caitlin, what prompted you to start Saddle Up and Read? It has to be my favorite question. Oh, shoot. Is this sound going to be in the back? Yes, it will. (laughs) All right, now that we've moved away from the sound of the saw, what prompted you to start Saddle Up and Read? Okay, so one year ago, maybe less than a year ago, either way, last year, I was literally up (laughs) in the middle of the night researching the literacy rates in North Carolina, which Mm -hmm. I found are very low. So then I started looking at the demographics of which they were low, and of course it was um, amongst uh, children of color. So then I was like, okay, what can we do to help raise this and close the literacy gap? Because there are also a lot of adults who do not know how to read. And I don't want, you know, the children of our future to be the same way. Because being successful and knowing how to read and comprehend what you read go Mm -hmm. hand in hand. Yeah, go hand in hand. So then I was like, all right, boom, saddle up and read. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll just use horses as an incentive to encourage kids to read and hopefully help them have a a passion for reading because it's one thing to you know read but it's one thing to like oh man like I love reading Mm -hmm. and that's what we really need Mm -hmm. we really really need that and for kids to pull away from technology sometimes so then I was like all right well where can I start I went to Wendell Library which is maybe seven minutes from the farm and I got in touch with Miss Connie and Miss Connie thought it was an amazing idea. She made a flyer. And what we did was for every three months, kids could come into the library 
and if they checked out three or more books they were entered into a drawing and at the end of that month we picked five names and then she gave them like a certificate like oh you're our winner for South and Read this month and then they got in contact with me and they came out to the farm they either read a book to a horse they rode one of the horses they groomed a horse or some of them just fed um treats to the horses so that is how that started i didn't i didn't know that i didn't know that it was a like a contest in the library i didn't know that's how it started out so that's pretty cool so how did you expand to the class visits and the, and the trips so this year i was like all right i gotta do more with salop and reed because it's needed and i was like okay Black History Month. Let's do something for Black History Month. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about black cowboys and black cowgirls um, and black farmers for Black History Month. So I just started contacting schools. Um, but I think I only, oh, I only thought about that because one of my students at the Boys and Girls Club had a paper and it said, parents, we need your help. Please volunteer to read to, um, to our classroom. I was like, okay, that'd be dope. But what if Sally Lippery could do that? Mm -hmm. And so that's how that started. And I really just started calling up schools because I'm already registered as a volunteer with Wake County Public School System. And my background is in childcare, so I knew I could just do that mm -hmm. and they would be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. That's super cool. So, yeah, I just kind of jumped in on the, jumped in the wagon. <laughs> Uh, to help support Caitlin because I think it's a fantastic idea and like if anybody knows my mother know like my mama knew everybody at my school she was always at my school <laughs> she knew the guidance counselor especially elementary school she was mm -hmm. always going on a field trips Ooh. like she so see having her like read into classroom I mean she goes and reads to my elementary school now like wow. I graduated college five years ago like she she still has that kind of lasting relationship and, mm -hmm. and so going to read at schools like that was yeah I completely agree and since I'm from Chapel Hill like I don't know much about Wake County schools I know there's so many of them um so I just you know I didn't have that leg in I didn't have that kind of relationship with any of the schools in Wake County so it was nice to jump in on a program that already kind of had a reputation which we talked about on the last podcast mm -hmm. uh, a reputation for doing something positive and um, being able to support that uh, so that was kind of how I started in on the on the saddle up and read as well um, what should somebody do if they want saddle up and read to come to their school we would definitely be happy to have you. And if you want us to come to your school, please send us an email at saddleupandread at gmail.com. That would be the most, um, I guess, accurate way. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. phones, we both work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and we're both getting requests. Yes. Like, for different dates and um, yeah. just different times and different places and I mean yeah we both work and we have to coordinate um the trip and coordinate how like if it's an hour away like yeah. we need to know kind of when we're leaving mm -hmm. stuff like that so um 
we definitely 100% would be willing. Um, so if you are interested, definitely send us an email, saddleupandread.com. Or just kidding, saddleupandread at gmail.com. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> there will be a saddleupandread.com in the future, yes. so just wait on it. Wait on um, it. So, what are your future goals for Saddle Up and Read? Oh, I have so many. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, obviously, the book tour is going to be extended throughout the year. Um, oh, man, I get chills. Let's talk about this. So. <laughs> Having a bookmobile is the next step. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I have no idea if it can be done. Well, yes, it can be done. Anything can be done. Yeah. But I want to turn a horse trailer into a bookmobile. Mm -hmm. And hopefully one that I'll actually be able to hold a horse in. If not, that's okay. Horse trailer is fine. It's mm -hmm. two of us. We can drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other way. Um, but that is... That is my You know who goal. can get in your bookmobile? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need, we need another if encore. It, <laughs> even if it's not a whole big horse, my little mini. <laughs> I know. That's what I said, but everybody disagreed. I've seen people do that all the time. Well, they put the minis in the back. You know, if you see me riding down 540 with a mini in the back, Gone about your business. <laughs> yeah, take, so make sure you tag us in the picture. Right. <laughs> take your picture and go. <laughs> so, yes, Encore can be in the bookmobile. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So See? So, yeah. so, yeah. So, the bookmobile and in the future, definitely some, maybe not a library because, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not a library, but something similar. Mm -hmm. Something similar mm -hmm. that kind of highlights, you know, this this literature that we don't have access to mm -hmm. because even now people are starting to take records so if we get archives or even more books cowgirl cassidy yes <laughs> cowgirl cassidy you know just have you. all of that in one space and then make it available at least online so that people can see okay like someone had commented so they were looking last year and could not find anything about black cowboys um any books about it so if they go to southandread.com and they say I don't know, resources or something, or here's where you can find blah, blah, then it's available, mm -hmm. and they'll be able to have access to it. Because mm -hmm. the point is to let people know, one, about this history, two, that we're still doing it, mm -hmm. <laughs> and three, how to access that information that has not been out there. Mm -hmm. Because it's there, we just have to find it. And mm -hmm. then there's people like you that are writing new books, um... There's one for Astronaut and Nat Love that's coming out in May. Mm -hmm. Well, this summer. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, it's all about representation, mm -hmm. you know. that That's the point, reading these books to kids and they can see themselves in the book. That's, yep. that's how you expand their minds to what they can do mm -hmm. in the future like i don't i don't ever remember reading a book about being a veterinarian i just knew i liked animals but mm -hmm. um you know i i personally didn't need to see myself in a veterinarian but that's you know i just expanded my mind you know learning different things that were possible for me and seeing somebody like that in a field that they want to or that they're interested in would definitely uh you know, teach a kid to, to reach, reach a little higher. Yeah. And the thing about representation, most children books have a representation of animals and, uh, 
white children than they do children of color. Mm -hmm. So even when looking for the cowboys about black cowboys and cowgirls, I only found one that was one fictional book with a horse and a black child. Mm -hmm. I only found one. And then with Hispanic, I found one, but the child, I mean, not the child, but the horse was imaginary. It was like a pinata, and then their imagination turned it into a horse. Okay, that's an interesting concept. Yeah, so that's like two books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two children's books out of the millions of children's books that there are. Right. All right, and I guess the last thing... Um, we talked about starting a nonprofit with Saddle Up and Read. Um, where where are we in this process? It's it's an idea. So we are in the very beginning stages. Yes. Um, I've looked to see what is required. Um, I mean, it's not a lot, but you know, you gotta have people who know how to write, mm-hmm. how things need to be worded. Mm-hmm. But we're in the beginning stages, and hopefully that will be something that is finished. How long, how long do it take? I don't know how long it takes, but we can yeah. have that done by the end of summer. Yeah. yeah. That'll definitely be done by the end of summer. Yeah, yeah. So if, if there's any of our listeners that have super-duper experience with starting a nonprofit or continuing a nonprofit, anything, anything that we really need to know, um, those things that the internet does not share, uh, any complications, definitely feel free to shoot us a message, uh, comment below, so that we uh, can be prepared as mo- as prepared as possible for what we'll experience with starting this nonprofit. Thank you so much for listening to this mini episode of Young Black Equestrians, the podcast. See you next time.